Almighty world. Yes. Waiting for me. Yes, Lord. Over there. Yes, Lord. I am this morning. Come here and love the Lord. And let your joys be known. Join in a song of sweet accord and thus around the throne. Let those refuse the saint who never knew our God. But the children of the heavenly king may speak their joys alone. Come
ability and everlasting Father. Yes, Lord. Yes. We come before you once again, Father, with thanksgiving in our hearts and in our minds. Thank you, Lord. Thanking you, Father, for last night lying down. Yes, Lord. Thanking you, Father, for early rising this morning. We come this morning, Father, thanking you for being the true and living God that you are. We come this morning, Father, thanking you for your mercy, your grace. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We just want to thank you right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Our Heavenly Father, we have so much to be thankful for. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. For giving us another opportunity to come before you in prayer. For giving us another opportunity to come before you to get some things right, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. For life, health, and strength. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We want to thank you right now, Father, for the blessings that you have bestowed upon us right now. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. Now, Father, we come, Father, to lift up thy son, Jesus. Yes, Lord. But he said that if he be lifted up, that he would draw all men. All men. So we come this morning, Father, to lift up thy son. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We come, Father, this morning with praises on our hearts and in our minds and on our lips. Father, yes, Lord. Yes. For you're worthy. Yes, Lord. You're truly worthy to be praised. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And then, Father, we want to ask you to look down upon this congregation. Yes, 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 Lord. Yes, Lord. We ask now, Father, that you bless Yes. The members of New Jerusalem. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh, Heavenly Father, for you know their needs and you know their desires. Yes, yes, yes. I ask, Father, that you just move throughout this congregation in a mighty and powerful way. Have mercy, Lord. I ask, Father, that you look down upon the pulpit and yes. bless the pastor, the shepherd that you place in this Lord, house. Oh, yes, Lord. Bless the leaders right now, Father. Yes, Lord. Oh, Heavenly Father, we all Stand in need of your blessing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We ask now, Father, that you just help us right now. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. For we're on a journey, Father, that we cannot make this journey by ourselves. Thank you, Lord. For we need you every step of the way, Father. Yes. Father, we can't do anything without you. Have mercy, Lord. We need you right now. Right now, Lord. Right now, Lord. We ask now, Father, that you just rain down your Holy Spirit yes, upon yes, us, Father. And help us right now, Father, on this Christian journey. Yes. Lord, we are so thankful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I can't speak for anybody else, but I know that I am so thankful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For you truly have been good to me. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for the blessings, Father. How much, Lord? How much? Thank you, Father, for your leadership. How much? Your guidance, Father. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I ask, Father, that you just continue to hold us in the hall of your Thank you. Thank you. Father, we need you right now. Right now, Lord. Right For now. you see the condition of this world right now, Father. Have mercy. There's so much evil and wickedness going on, Father. Have mercy, Lord. But I know, Father, that you are just God. Have mercy. One thing, one word from you, Father, and everything will be all right. Yeah. Have mercy. And we ask you now, Father, that you just move throughout this world, Father. Have mercy. And heal your land. Heal your people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord, I thank you right now. Thank you, Lord. And then, Father, when it's all said and done, we ask that you just give us a home. 
or home, Father, somewhere Thank around you. your throne. Thank you, Lord. Or we will have nothing to do but just sit around and praise your holy and righteous name. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Because you're worthy. Worthy. You are worthy. To worthy. Lord, I thank you. Right thank now. you, Lord. In Jesus' name amen. we pray. Amen. 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 amen.
Oh.
have to do it, Father God, but you did it anyhow. And we thank you for that. Father God, not that we deserve anything, but you continue to give us new mercies each and every day. You kept us from Sunday to Sunday once again, and, and we just want to say thank you. We don't come in, Father God, because this is what we do every Sunday. Father God, when we come in, Father God, that we have a clearer understanding. And we are more committed to you knowing that, Father God, you deserve all the honor and praise we can give you. We know that we ought to take time, Father God, not our busy schedule, to give you time, Father God, because in you and through you, all things are possible, and without you, we are nothing. Father God, we need you. Our very being is in you. We exist, we cannot exist without you. Father God, you are the breath that we breathe. Father God, right now, we ask, oh God, that you look beyond our faults and see our needs. Create us a clean heart and lose the right spirit. And then we ask you, oh God, we come to ask you for a fresh anointing. One fill us up and soul our feet and crowns of our head. We ask you for that, Father God, because we're weary, tired, and wounded. We've been in the battle all week long, oh Father God. We need to recharge our spiritual selves. Father God, we know that only you can do that. Do that. Father God, just as we are, Father God, just as we are right now, we humbly bow ourselves before you and ask you, Father God, to do what you would with us. You know each and every one of us by name. You know how many numbers of hairs are on our head. We humbly bow before you, Father God, we're not even worthy to call upon you. We thank you for your son called Jesus. He gives us a right and a privilege to approach you. With anticipation and expectation that you will hear us in our pleas. So, Father God, right now, somebody needs for one thing and somebody needs you for another thing. We stand here corporate together right now because we believe in power and agreement. Father God, we believe, Father God, that we come together and we call upon the mercy, shake the mercy, and we call upon the name that you will intercede on our behalf. Father God, we don't know how you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, but we are confident that you will do it. We just ask you, Father, that give us a mind to wait on you while you work on us. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now, we ask you to touch our minds, give us a mind that you in Christ Jesus. Father God, touch our spirit right now. Let us do what you would do in every circumstance and situation. And when we fall short, Father God, we ask, oh God, that you reach beyond the grave. And we strongly pray, Father God, and give us clarity of understanding in all things. Give us direction, Father God, when we seem to don't want to follow. And even when we want, do not want to follow. Father God, we want you to arrest us, because Father God, it is not our desire to walk against your will. Bless your people, Father God. Father God, you know what they need. Some need you for a financial blessing. Some need you for a spiritual healing. Some need you for a physical healing. You are bomb in Gideon by your stripes we are healed. Your battle acts in the time of the battle. Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, you are the Lord, Jehovah, Jireh, our provider. So Father God, make a way out of your way. Father God, you're all we need. You don't need no help from nobody else. Everything we need is in you, and we realize that. That's why we look to the hills from way past there, oh God, from which covered our help. We know that our help comes from you, oh Lord, you that made heaven and earth. Father God, you have not spoken it and has not recreated for us in our lives what we need. All you have to do is speak a word and it will come to pass. So we ask you to speak a word, a creative word in the life of your people. We ask you to speak healing when healing is needed.
something to guide the hands of every surgeon and every doctor that's prescribing and treating your people, oh God. Father God, we ask right now in the name of Jesus, Father God, we don't ask you for riches because we know you have houses on many hills, Father God, and mansions right now, cattle on a thousand hills. We ask you, Father God, let's give us what we need when we need it. That's all we ask you for, Father. We want to have our mind. We want to be rested within ourselves so that when we try to learn about you and follow you, that we have no distraction from the enemy. And Father God, and since he wants to be contrary, he wants to, to be like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, we ask, oh God, that you put a hand of protection around your people so that in the midst of battle, when we are tired and can't go any further, that you will just do what you say you would do. You told us to stand still and watch the salvation of you, O oh Lord. We ask that you do it right now in the name of your Jesus. Not for our sake, but for your name's sake. For those who, Father God, who are not under the sound of my voice, unable to make it to the broadcast, unable to make it to the sanctuary, oh God, that you move through the same for them. Right now, have your way in their life. Father God, enlarge our territory at this ministry right now. Why not coast right now in the name of Jesus? Don't let anything rise against us, oh Father God, that you and we cannot handle. If you do this, you're going to super for us. Oh God, we'll be so careful, so very careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Father God, right now, we won't wait till the battle is over. We won't wait till the storm is finished. Father God, we'll stop thanking you right now in the middle of our stuff. Give us a spirit of thankfulness right now. Have your way in our life. We submit our lives to you. Father God, if you do this, you're a simple thing for us. New Jerusalem, we will be so very careful. Father, we will hear. Be very careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. And all the love the Lord say, Amen. 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 amen.
who are in person here today, to our Facebook family, and on the phone line. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice. We will be glad in it. To God be the glory. These are our announcements for today, September 4th, 2022. Again, we welcome you to our worship and community services. Prayer meeting and Bible study, we remind you, will be held on this Tuesday, September the 6th at 6 p.m. Please refer to our phone line for the number, and we look forward to you joining us there. We want to invite you to Seaboard's Women's Auxiliary 15th Annual Virtual Mary Francis McDowell Women's Conference, which will be held September 16th and 17th. And we're inviting all of our members Ladies especially, but men are asking you to tune in as well and join us for this wonderful occasion. For further details, feel free to see me after the services. We want to ask you to remember all of our sick and shedding in prayer, and to always remember you're coming up to a holiday, holiday weekend, Labor Day. Please keep Christ at the center of all of your celebrating. For he is good and he is worthy of all of our praise. And lastly, we want to wish our pastor a happy birthday today. So today we say happy birthday, Pastor. This ends our announcements, but before I close, I want you to know in your program that this month, September spotlight word for this month is kindness. It takes a little effort to extend kindness. Kindness. The entire month of September gives ample opportunity to practice being kind. It's a national courtesy month. So remember as you go about your day, remember to be kind to someone because you may be the only person that they will see Christ. So we ask you to be kind to another. It's all for time. Bob said, bring all the ties and show how should have been beating my house, said the Lord. Prove me now, child of God. See, now I open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot receive. Amen? You know, of course, we cannot be God-given. You also know that God mandates that we bring the time to the storehouse to be meeting his house. But also, you know, you know, Pastor got that favorite verse that he said he will rebuke the devour for our sakes. Amen. 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 I mean, even if he didn't pull out all the open of the windows and pour me a whole bunch of blessings out, as long as I can maintain ground and don't lose any ground, I'm good with that. Because the devil wants to always get it and mess with our blessing. Amen? Amen. Amen. But God said, hey, continue to pay your tithe, be faithful. He said, I'll manage your stuff for you. I'm going to unhappy to you until you can handle it. Amen? And I'm a living witness. That's just what he does. He has a way of working things all out together for our good. Amen? I'm a living witness. Not just what I read. Not just what I live. I have lived and living through. Amen? Let us bless this offering in advance. Well, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this offering that we are about to give unto you. We thank you for this portion of service that you allowed us to have. Father God, because we can bring back to you that which you have blessed us with. Father God, right now we ask you to bless your people. As they have a mind, oh Father God, to give unto you. Yes. Father God, let them give unto them in the right spirit. Because you like a cheerful giver. 
Father God, right now we ask also that you bless this offering. Let it be used for the betterment and upbuilding of your kingdom. Return it back to your people, O oh Father God. Sevenfold, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Come against that spirit of poverty and failure in their life. Father God, let the spirit of success and prosperity breathe in the lives of your people. Enlarge their territories, widen their coats. Father God, give them an unusual blessing. Father God, we know that you are in faith. Father, they're going to call those things that are not as if they are right now. So Father God, we ask that you bless them right now. And if you just do these few simple things, God, we will give you few action to bless us in spite of what we're going through. Only best we ask to give thanks. In Jesus' precious name we pray. And all the love of the Lord say amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Church, you're going to stand up and start walking from the back. Why can some of you come? Enable us, O oh God, to live in such a way 
that we might be a beacon light to bring those out of darkness into your marvelous light. Continue to touch the heart and the mind and the soul of our shepherd and enable uh, him to study and to uh, be led by your Holy Spirit uh, uh, to bring forth truth that we might recognize not only is your word truth, that you are truth, that you are reality. Help us to be able to receive that word that he gives us uh, uh, on each Sunday, oh God. And help us to be able to uh, rectify the things that are wrong and where we miss the mark. Uh, uh, help us to be able to uh, search your word and to uh, hear your word proclaimed by your shepherd. Yes. Father God, we pray that even now, that you would anoint his mouth and his tongue, and that you would anoint our ears, and that we would be like James, not only that we hear, but we respond in a positive way. Bless this entire congregation. Help us to be a blessing to this community and the church at large. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Yeah.
God's grace. Grace will give us the victory. Amen. Thank you, God. If you turn your Bibles with us this morning to the book of beginning, Genesis chapter 13. Genesis chapter 13. I will commence reading at verse 1. Genesis chapter 13. They say amen. And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and Lot with him into the south. Mm -hmm. And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver and gold. And he went on his journey from the south, even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel, Bethel and Hai, unto the place of the altar, which he had made there at the first. And there Abraham called on the name of the Lord. And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents, and the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together. For their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwell then in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdsmen and thy herdsmen, for we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right. If thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and beheld all the plain of Jordan that was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zor. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent towards Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And the Lord said unto Abram, after that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes and look from the place 
where thou art northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, arise, the scripture says, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. I like to put Terry on this text to talk to you for a short while this morning. It's not always what it looks like. It's not always what it looks like. It may see yourselves in the presence of the Lord. It's not always what it looks like. In the text, my brothers and sisters, Lot had taken what he thought was the good land. Because there was a strife between Lot's herdsmen and Abraham's herdsmen. And Abram said, there will be no quarreling among us. There will be no dissension in our ranks. There will be no fighting between our families. Because we have a common enemy in the land. And if, enemy, if the enemy sees the people of God fighting, we lose our witness. We lose our testimony. Abram said, Whatever you take on the left, I will take on the right. And whatever you take that's on the right, I will take that which is on the left. All right. So that there would be no contention, no strife between us. And so Lot lifts his eyes and he looks on the plains of Sodom and Gomorrah. And he chooses what looks like, from a distance, the best land. Things are not always what they look like. Lot chooses the plains of Sodom and Gomorrah. And God said, don't worry about him. Let him take the land. You got the promised land. Let him take the highlands of Sodom and Gomorrah. And you take the lowlands of Mamre. But then God comes to renew his covenant, y'all. Look at me in verse 14, 15, and verse 16. And the Lord said unto Abram, I'm saying Abram because his name had not yet been changed. After that, Lot was separated from him. Lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest today will I give it and to your seed forever. And I will make your seed as the dust of the earth. So that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall he, thy seed also be able to be numbered. Look with me at the confirmation in Jerusalem of God's word. Let's look at the confirmation of God's word. Lot saw the world. Abraham saw the promised land. Lot looked 
and self-sufficiency. Abraham looks in confident trust in God. Lot took with a heart driven by greed and lust. Abram looked with a heart driven by sacrificial love for unity. Lot looked through the eyes connected to the world. Abraham looked through eyes connected to a spiritual heart. What you get in life, we do, from depends on how you look at it. What your perspective is. What your worldview is. Whatever you are looking for in life, you will receive it depending on where you're looking from. If your eyes are bent towards the world, you will always end up in a place like Lot. But if you turn your heart towards God, God will always keep his promise. And here's what God did for Abram. It was not until, listen, listen. It was not until, says fellow, he separated from Lot. There are some things in life you've got to part with if you're going to be blessed. There's some people you're going to have to separate from if you want God to bless your life. It was not until Lot was gone that God blesses Abram's life. Brothers and sisters, there's something to be said of a separated life. I need to tell you that when you separate yourself to do the will of God, it's a lonely life. Sometimes it is tiresome, and there's not many friends on that road. There are not many people that's going to come around you when you try to live a separated life. It does not make you mean. It does not make you act ugly. It just means that you, to everyone, is strange. People can't figure you out. I don't know why you are shouting. That's what they say. You don't have no job. Why are you still coming to church? All that trouble that's going on in your family. How are you still giving God the glory and you probably are able to put one foot in front of the other. We, you, and I, Deacon Cook, we have a secret that only people who know God have been let in on. And that secret is I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Let your enemies think that they're getting the best of you. Just keep your hand in the Lord's hand and just do what's right. If you, if, if you, if you commit your ways to the Lord, if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. It may look like things are never going to turn in your favor, but God is on our side. Amen. I say God is on our side. God is looking out for you, even when the lots of your life think that they have outsmarted you. When the enemy thinks that they have surrounded you and boxed you in, and that they've got more than you have, you got to recognize that God, who is on our side, but always make sure he prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. All right. And all they got to do 
All they can do is stand there and watch us eat. Fret not yourself, New Jerusalem, because of the evildoers. And don't you be in enemies against the workers of iniquity that they shall, because they, they shall soon be cut off like grass and wither like the green herbs. Whatever your perspective is, whatever your outlook on life is, that will determine in large measure where you end up at. Lot chose the highlands of Sodom and Gomorrah. And he sets out his nice lawn chair on Main Street in a town that's about to go up in smoke. Sodom and Gomorrah have been tagged for angelic demolition. And Lot thinks he has the upper hand. And God says, let him have that. Here's what I'm going to do for you. He confirms his word with Abraham. And then in verse 17 of the text, he tells Abraham to do several things that I want us to take note of this morning. First, he says in the text, Dr. Jesus, arise, walk through the land, the length of the breadth of it, for I will give it unto you. There are three commands in the verse, Reverend Cook, and just one verse. Rise, review, and receive. Rise, review, and receive. He tells Abram, get up, arise, look as far as your eye can see. And as far as you can walk northward, southward, eastward, and westward, that belongs to you. But now you see it, you can walk it, but you got to receive it. Amen. Brothers and sisters, your ability to receive God's blessings depends on your capacity to understand what God's blessing really is. You got to walk it. You got to put your foot on it. You got to trust it. In other words, you got to shout like you got it already. Can I just say something? Once God makes the promise, Mother Thomas, you got to act like you got it already. You don't got to act like you're waiting on it. If he said it, he will do it. God is not a man that he should lie. If he said it, he will accomplish it. So you got to come in church on the next Sunday and you heard a word from him and act like you got it already. Hmm. I don't think I've gotten this over to you. You're praying for it and you haven't received it yet. But come to church, shout like you got it. You're looking for it. It's not in your hands yet, but walk like you got it. It's on the way. Give it cold, it's on the way. You haven't put it in your possession yet, but give God glory like you already got it. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things that are not seen. When you praise God in the midst of your misery, listen, in the midst of your trial, in the midst of your situation, God is more prone to bless you because he sees that he can trust you with some pain. He sees that he can trust you with some pain. If God can trust you with pain, God knows he can send pleasure your way. Because if you can praise God in the middle of your pain, God knows you have no problem shouting when some pleasure come your way. I got a problem with people who can't praise God unless they got a raise. Or you can't praise God unless everything's going just right in your life. Now some of us in here this morning, uh, some of them, we got, we got to face some stuff even when we get out of here. But we still came in to give God some praise, didn't we? 
a man in those streets coming to God to glory. It really don't matter. He's worthy of my praise even if he don't give me what I need or what I ask for. Because guess what? He's done enough. Can I get a witness here? God has already done enough. There's some stuff you got to deal with this week, but you wouldn't have the strength to deal with it if you didn't come to church on Sunday morning. Oh, can I get a witness in here? Somebody here is taking care of a, a parent who's getting older and is stressed, it's struggle. But if it wasn't up for the Lord on your side, you wouldn't be able to handle that situation. Are y'all with me? If God can trust you with that pain, if God can trust you to keep on believing in the midst of your struggle, when he brings you out, he has no problem knowing that you're going to give him all the glory, all the praise, and you won't forget where you came from. New Jerusalem, hear me. When you walk it, when you claim it, I'm not talking about that name and claim it, gospel, gospel Jesus, we hear going around. I'm talking about putting your confidence in the conditional promises of God. God says to Abraham, arise, take a look at it, now receive it. The shout is not in the rising, uh, 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 Sister Jenkins, because you can rise and review and never receive. You can look at what God has had for you, you can review it, go back and forth over it in your mind, and never appropriate it. That's why some people never get saved. Salvation is available, been available. They never receive it. They're always looking at other people's shout. They're always looking at other people praise God. They're always looking at other people being blessed. And they never really receive the blessings of God because they're always rising, reviewing, but they never get to, at the point where they need to be receiving it. No, Jerusalem, listen to me. Faith. When you think about it, it's really risky. Are y'all with me? Faith is really risky. And many of us are stymied and halted in where God wants to bring us because we don't want to take a risk. Suppose I fail. Suppose you succeed. Suppose I lose. Suppose you win. Suppose I fall. Well, suppose you stay standing up. Suppose I mess it up. Suppose you get it right. Suppose I made the wrong choice. Suppose you made the right choice. It's all a matter of what your eyes, you're looking out of. If you're looking out of the eyes of faith, it may look like you will never get your hands on it, but keep reaching for it. God honors faith. This is some of them in Sunday school lesson, y'all. God honors faith. He may like you. Never. It may make, that may, it look like you never will get to where you're going to. Some of the tallest people in here, under the sound of my voice, I'm not talking about in terms of height. I'm talking about in terms of spiritual maturity and growth. Some of the tallest people under the sound of my voice just took God at his word. You didn't know how the thing was going to turn out. You didn't know what the situation was going to be. You just believed that God could turn it around. And here you are this morning with your own testimony. They turned the battle in your favor. He opened the door that was closed in your faith. He provided for you in a way you never thought you would be provided for. You are further down the road than you ever thought you would be. Because you just stepped out on faith. 
I, I wanted you to see the confirmation of God's word. I was just talking about that. And the command of God worker and press 17. But in verse 18, I want you to see the consecration of God's will. Verse 18 shows us the consecration of God's will. Consecration of God is in verse 18 is simply this. The consecration of his word is simply this. After Lot is gone, Abraham has to adapt to the separated, separated life. You have, you have to reconcile that there are some people who, who cannot be in your life no more. Some people got to go. They got to go, y'all. You love them, but they got to go. Because they never should have been there anyway. No, y'all don't, don't have to go home, but you got to get away from me. Because I can't let your inability to see stop me from seeing. I can't let your inability to shout keep me from shouting. I'm not talking about easy stuff. I can't allow your inability to believe God to halt my ability to believe in my God. Just because you can't see it don't mean I can't see it. Some folks in your life got to go because they're not going in the same direction you're going in. So you may have to unfriend them if you're going to make spiritual progress. He had to adapt, but then I want you to see in the text that he's in a place of God's blessing because he pitches his tent in memory in Hebron. The Bible is very economical with words. Names and words are not in the Bible just for the reason, for no reason at all. God has a reason for every word that is in Scripture. Because all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. It is God-breathed for a particular reason. In Mamre and Hebron, the name Mamre means fatness. The name Hebron means blessing. So he pitches his tent in a place where God is giving out fat blessings. He pitches his tent in a place where God is giving out fat blessings. See how you can't, you can shout, this is how you can shout on this because you're looking at, you see, we're looking for some little skinny blessing. Some little 90 pound blessing. I want God, like in the prayer of Jabez, to enlarge our territory. Can we have a witness in here? God, any way you bless me, I'll be satisfied. Whatever you want me to have, lay it on me. You are shouting, you shouting about a car. That ain't nothing to shout about because you got a new car. That's just transportation. You shouting about the clothes, but that ain't nothing to keep shouting about. That's just something to keep the air cold air of your body. He woke you up this morning, that's something to shout about. Uh -huh, uh -huh. He gave you health and strength. That's something to shout about. He made a way out of nowhere. That's something to shout about. He's been a mother for you when you became motherless and your mother was gone. That's something to shout about. You want something to really shout about? One friend on a hill called Calvary. He died to take away your sin. Didn't he die, didn't he, brother? If that ain't reason to shout, something wrong with your shout meter right now. Abraham adapted. He adapted to the life without lot. I don't know anything that I wasn't born with, with that I cannot do without. Did I make myself clear this now? 
I want anything that I was not born with, I can't do without. There are some things I was born with that I can live without. I can live with just one kidney. I can live with one arm, with one leg. There's something, things I came in the world with that I can't live without. People walk in it and out of your life all the time. Don't get so tied up in them because they're walking in and out that you can't live without them. Because you get so wrapped up in them and that you forget that there's some more fish in the sea. When God made one of them, he didn't make just one one of them. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask. Listen, listen. Your view, your vision is limited. You're looking for thin stuff when God is giving out fat blessings. I don't want to be on the road with no one who just wants thin blessings. I don't want to be in the same session with nobody just looking for a thin blessing. I need some folk here who, who got fat blessings on your mind. When you pray, don't pray no nice thin blessing for New Jerusalem. You pray for a large fat blessing for New Jerusalem. Joshua prayed a radical prayer. He asked God to let the sun stand still. That was a radical prayer. But you got to show that you got faith to handle. And then finally, that same verse, in that same verse, verse 18, Scripture says that Abraham gets back to what his trademark was. He gets back to what his trademark is. His trademark is that everywhere he goes, he builds an altar. Everywhere he goes, he worships God. I want you to understand that what your trademark is, is your trademark that you are mean, so mean that nobody want to sit by you. Is your trademark that you're so quiet and sullen that you come to worship and you never part your lips and say, thank you, Jesus? Is your trademark that you're so prickly and members of your family will not even try to get you vexed because they know you, you sleep with your fish balled up? Is your trademark a nasty disposition? Even children don't want to be around you. Or is your trademark that if you're going to sit on this road, let me tell you what's going to happen over here. You're going to have to give me some room. Because after a while, pastor going to start talking about Jesus, and then I'm going to start remembering where the Lord brought me from. And then I start talking about how good God is, and how he is, how good he's been to me, how many ways God has made for me that I didn't deserve it. And then I'm going to have to make some noise. So it might get noisy over here on my road. You right. right. where I'm sitting because my trademark is making noise. Right. My trademark is shouting, giving God the glory. Everybody who knows me knows that I'm going to holler when I go to church. Because if you can't praise God at church, there's no sense you trying to praise God anywhere else. If you can't praise God in this house, you just drove his car. You just got him in his house. You're wearing clothes God gave you. You're breathing the air God put in you. Sitting in his house. And you in the house of God. You can't give God no praise. My God, my God, my God. Praise, praise. I'm not, I'm not done. Listen to this. Praise is rent that you pay. Uh -huh. On blessings that you didn't deserve and you already got. Did y'all hear me? Did y'all hear me? Let me say it one more time. Praise is rent you pay on blessing that you already enjoy. Yeah. God kept your heart beating last night. Yeah. All night long. Yeah. He kept your lungs constricting by themselves all night long. You know how many robbers were on the streets of this city last night? Y'all know how many 
crime, homeless crime was on the streets of this city last night. Lord, they let none of that stop by your door. None of them broke into your house. Why y'all in here with me? Do you know how many ambulances was running through to the city last night? None of them stopped at your house. You owe God some praise. You know how many people lost their job in the city last week? You still got your job to go to in the morning. You complain about how to get it to go. You owe God some praise. Some of you look like you're behind in your rent payment. So now would be a good time to catch a bone. Uh -huh. Now would be a good time to get out of the areas in your rent payment. And thank God for blessing you got for that blessing that you already got. Yes. We ought to not be able to sit quiet. I don't know what ought to, this, I don't care how many people in here, but it ought to be real noise in here. And someone say Jesus ought to get you real excited. Right. I wish I had a witness up here. I, I have my help. Oh, yes, I do. I'm thanking God. Oh, I'm thanking God as I consider my whole situation since the prayer of Dr. Jenkins, I'm 61 up in here today. I got my health, my strength. I reach the party. I got some of my sense. I'm determined I would give God some praise. Because if it had not been for the Lord on my side, y'all ain't hearing me. Tell your neighbor. They're going to sit next to me. There's some problem. There's some noise going to be going on here. There's some clapping going to be going on here. And if you're going to give me, I got to give me some space. Because God has heard my, God heard my prayers last week, y'all. God came to my rescue last week. They were trying to get me to be fired on my job and set traps for me. And same people that set the trap for me, God let them fall in the trap that they set for me. Look at me. I'm a testimony myself. I didn't make me on my own. I'm not standing up all alone. It was Jesus who gave me this opportunity. Is there anybody here that know that they've been blessed this morning? Is there anyone here that you know that you never would have made if you had not had the Lord on your side? You don't have enough money, but you can give God praise anyway. God washed away our sins. He put our name in the Lamb's book of life. He died for our sins on Calvary. He rose for our justification. That's more than enough for me to thank God. Now is the time, and this is the place to tell God thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You brought me from a mighty, mighty long way. They said I would never make it. They said that I would never amount to anything, Dr. Jesus. But look where I am right now. God has been real good to me. Can y'all hear me? He has been real good to me. He has been so good to me, I'm not ashamed to testify. Think about how many doors he's opened, how many prayers that he's answered, how many situations he's got me out that I've got myself into. He is really good. He's good all the time, y'all. I'm not saying summertime. He's good all the time. It's not all, it is not always what it looked like. Things are not always what it look like. You got to even know how to keep your hand in the hand of Jesus. In the hand of Jesus that does not change. God will never leave us nor forsake us. Y'all hearing me? I'm a little witness to know that it may look bad. You might be at your darkest moment, but you need to know how to hold on just a little while longer. You need to know how to keep pressing your way. And you need to learn enough scripture. Can I get a witness up here? That you can preach yourself like David. He learned how to encourage himself in the Lord. I don't need nobody to encourage himself in the Lord, because guess what? I 
know too much about God right now. Ain't nothing that can happen to make me doubt him right now. So when hell breaks loose and the world turns upside down, my feet is planted on solid ground. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All of the ground, y'all, is sinking sand. I'm going to hold on just a little while longer. Why? Because if I don't look, it don't look like it really is. Doesn't look like it really is. Put your hands together and God. Stand to your feet.
And I teach you and preach you that God will be able to help you along with your walk with him. Don't look at things as where they look. Even though that doesn't look like what God told you to be like, things don't always look like the way they say. And just hold on to his changing hand. Amen? Hold on to God's unchanging hand. And now we get ourselves ready for our next service, our community service. Amen?
visited my body with a broken fever, our Lord's body. Likewise, he took the cup of blessing. said, this cup is the New Testament of my shed blood. Our Lord's blood.
not from bottom to top, from top to bottom to show that it was from heaven. Jesus the Christ. Yes, he died. But I'm so glad that he died.